Hi everybody, today I'm going to be ranting about the uh, silo effect, and I mentioned it in the last episode, so I'm just going to do an extension off of whatever um, I said, because I think I ranted off and into um, YouTube territory, I don't even know how that happened, but um, it did. So now we are going to be shifting gears, going back to the silo effect. So the silo effect, I'll give you a straight definition. I talked about this twice in uh, one of my AP classes and in school. And what happened was that it was a term coined by Tim Berners-Lee, the founder of the World Wide Web, or the creator of the World Wide Web, and, or the internet. And he said that there's a thing that happens or like a phenomena where information to you gets kind of filtered through so there's always going to be certain information that don't go straight to you but never gets um, recommended to you and this could be through um, how Google works and or even YouTube and you're going to get recommended certain um, videos or certain what's it called um, articles or websites that and ads, for example, that you would usually get. But what about the stuff you don't get? For example, I'm not I'm not a big math person. I don't like math. I really hate math. And uh, but so I'm never going to look up what E means or Euler's rule or whatever that. Uh, these math words, you know, like advanced calculus, I'll never look that up, but, um, so, and, but let's say I like playing, I don't know, Minecraft, um, for just for example. And so I'm only going to get Minecraft recommended content on YouTube based off my recommended, uh, my past video search. Um, but what's really popular I, I, is going to be on the trending page or so what we think that is. And we're going to get to that later. And so I go on with my little life. I watch the video games I, on YouTube, watch Minecraft, and, it, and it's fun. It's fun, I guess. Um, or even if, like, let's say I watch chess, I'm only going to watch chess. Chess uh, content by Agad, Agad Mater or, or was it Hikaru Nakamura. Watch his content. Uh, but then we there's a problem. I do not. I only see chess in my uh, home page of YouTube. I only see chess and I only see Minecraft because those are the only subscribe channels. I mean, like, like you say to channels I'm subscribed to, but then there's also the home page, so it's only recommend the sim similar content. And there's a there's a problem with that. If you're someone who likes learning new things and seeing, or even just like weird things in general, uh, you have to think about it. Um, there's not much aside from Minecraft and chess in my uh, YouTube. And uh, let me actually open up my YouTube to see what I have right now because I have some different accounts. It's probably going to be some video games or something. As you can see, it's a mix of video games and stuff I previously searched. Wow, what a surprise. Um, and as you could see, there is... Oh, well, you can't see anything right now. Uh, but it's based off of previous searches and just the names of it like one thing is not even related to it but it's just related to one person i'm subscribed to it's it's not it's, it's not even him it's just a name 
And once again, I'm going YouTube, but this is just to show the uh, silo effect in action. Um, now it's just a bunch of people. Yep, chess, video game, and here we go. Stuff I previously searched off. That's a problem. And you might not think it's a problem. Like, oh, it's great. You know, I, I just could see this type of stuff all day, you know. And good for you if you, if you want to watch that all day. And, uh, but if you're like me, I, I like to know the opposing viewpoint. I, I like to see what people, different, like the different people's opinions are, especially during the coronavirus. I wanted to see how some people interacted. Like, um, I wonder what libertarians thought at the time. Uh, and like, uh, especially their opinion, because they're very um, laissez-faire in terms of uh, government. And, and I guess... Um, wanted to see that during a pandemic and how they would handle the situation uh, but regardless i thought and i thought about it and i started looking up other people's opinions on government and politics and usually stuff i wouldn't look up because usually when i, I look into politics or whatever i i see more left-wing stuff um i don't think i well, it's, i'm not like a hardcore communist or what's it called a fascist by any means um, more the middle, well, middle left, I guess, um, center left. But um, I, I didn't want to see all this. I, I didn't want to see nonstop Bernie Sanders posts. Um, I wanted to know, I want to see a discussion. Like, that's what my biggest gripe is with, um, what's it called, Reddit, because it's just a bunch of the same people congregated in one forum. And, and they just either... Like, uh, it's nice they have like a like little um thing which could be used for support, and it's nice that they have a that. But, uh, but once you really get into it, like in some groups, like even groups online, how uh, some forums work, um, they could kind of get clicky. Um, and this could go for fandoms as well, because uh, I just saw some fandom videos of like people exposing fandoms or whatever, and so. What happens is that they get used to only watching this type of video, only knowing people who think like them, and they don't get really exposed to new opinions. Um, they just think they think this, not that. But I wanted to explore. Like I feel like someone who truly is, um, what's it called? I guess so. Someone intellectual, and no, I'm not calling myself an intellectual by any means. I do not think. Um, I'm an intellectual. I don't read too many books as much as I want to. I mean, yeah, I pick up a book, I guess, every now and then. But still, I, by no means, I'd call myself intellectual. But someone who intellectual should be open to hearing new opinions or hearing other opposing viewpoints. And that's what like one AP class taught me. Even though I paid one hundred twenty dollars to learn, I guess to learn that, I guess. But you, you want to analyze and think about the other person's perspective because it's not just like, oh, this bad, you bad. Like, you know, like, oh, oh what's it called? Um, say Trump, for example, Trump bad, Trump good. Or like, you know, Obama, Trump good. No, no not Trump good. Oh, 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 like um, Trump, no, I can't stop saying Trump. Oh, oh, Obama good, Obama bad, Bush bad, Bush good. You know, I want to know why they think that. Why, why, why? Why is such an important word and people overlook it? And one thing to blame is the silo effect, where um, these recommended searches, like if I'm, uh, let's say I'm a hardcore uh, Republican or a hardcore Democrat, um, let's say I'm a hardcore Democrat in this example, and I'm never going to, uh, I'm never going to want to look at Ben Shapiro, because I think Ben Shapiro is absolutely terrible, and I don't agree with his views, and I think he just says a lot. 
and let's say I'm a conservative, I'm going to watch and let's say not all conservatives like Ben Shapiro's opinions, but I'm never going to watch what's it, what's it called the 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 Young Turks like ever. I, <laughs> I I maybe just to see what their opinion is and like I'll troll them or something. Um, but I don't want to see them. I want to watch a more conservative channel. Um, and I'm not saying that there's bad conservative channels out there. Um, but like, once again, I, I'd rather watch Ben Shapiro than watching the Young Turks. And if I'm a, like a Democrat, I might want to watch the Young Turks instead of watching Ben Shapiro. Because um, that's the, just the ideology of how they lean. And, some pe- and if you, and I don't even like watching either, but you know, um, for political commentary. Um, but it could be limiting because you'll never really know what the other person is saying. And you just think they're bad. You just think their opinion's wrong. And it's kind it's kind of bigoted in a way because you're not exposing yourself to new information. And the system itself is doing that to you as well. Because um, if you they just want to recommend what you like, so you watch more of it or you use Google more, you use Google, you YouTube more, you, you go on Bing more, you go on Facebook more just to see content you like or like um, videos you like or articles you like to read. And it's going to, they want you to stay in the, I guess, stay in the little bubble and because you're happy, they know you're happy in the little bubble. But if you really want to know more and really understand the world from different perspectives, like, um, because I feel like that's such a mature thing to do because like, I can't, like, I I don't even do this all the time. Um, But I, because I, can like um get argumentative intense but to really understand another person's perspective is truly a mature thing to do um to really look into their arguments to consider all the details and facts and evidence and to actually understand what they're arguing for or against um is truly truly mature because it takes a lot to just go beyond your own level of understanding of a topic and what your per, like past and prior opinions were or even your pre-existing opinions and then try to look at it from an, object, an objective uh, viewpoint and just try to get the gist of the information and so like let's say i'm pro medicare for all or i'm anti-medicare for all and I, and I want to know, and I guess it's pretty controversial now if you don't say you support uh, Medicare for all in, so, in some parts of the internet, some other parts of the internet, like let's say if I'm on the Bernie Sanders forum, you know, um, they're going to be like, why don't you support Medicare for all? And like, you know, but if you're um, in a, what's it called? A more conservative place where like, like why do you, why then and I say I support Medicare for all, they're like, why do you support that? We can't pay for that. But like, I want to know why they think these opinions. They just, they just like, do people really think with like they, um, with what they say? I like, um, people say they could say, um, that they've done their own research and blah, blah, blah. And uh, it's actually a, a funny meme between me and my own friends because he's like into like a historical slash political community. He's like, do your own research is like a big meme, uh, back in the day. But, anyways, so, but do they really understand the scope of the entire situation is what I mean. There's so much more facts, details, and evidence that makes the opinion actually seem more blurry than it actually is. Um, you could, like, you'd, I, if you don't spend, like, a, a tremendous long amount of time, this is why I don't like partaking in politics, because I don't really have a set opinion to 
point, I just say like, yeah, that sounds good. And I feel like a bunch of people feel like that too. Like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Or like, you know, I heard th- this one survey or like one uh, opinion or this one article or one report or one research report that said, you know, this, this policy is good and it's going to save us lots of money or this policy is bad and it's going to cost us a lot. And it's from this place and it's verified and, you know, from this college or this research place or this university and so forth. And that could be dangerous uh, because you don't want to rely on getting one source of verifying. Like, let's say I only go to CNN or Fox News to get all my information. And I'm going to stay that way. Like, I I don't watch it from anywhere else. I'm like, the other place, the other side sucks. Fox News sucks. CNN sucks. And I'm only going to watch Fox, like CNN or Fox News. Um, But then I'll never understand what the other side thinks, even though I literally don't want to watch either. I think both are bad. I think I'm very disappointed in the news uh, in America. But that's for a different uh, podcast episode. But there, there is something wrong here because I'm, try- I'm only trying to understand one opinion. So I'm, I'm already being a little biased. I'm being like a little kid and closing my ears and saying, I don't want to listen to that. And I, and trust me, there's some things I don't want to listen to either. Like I can't watch um, CNN or Fox news for more than uh, like uh, probably 30 minutes. Cause else I feel like my brain is going to melt. Um, and I'd rather watch them um, listen to NPR, but that, I shouldn't start to fray away from trying to understand other people's viewpoints and trying to expose myself to new information. Like, um, if I only, I like history. So if I'm really learning about history all day, you know, what happens to the rest of the stuff? What happens to science? I'm like, maybe I'll watch a science video every now and then, but barely, it barely gets recommended to me because of the silo effect, because of the, uh, the pre-existing system that tries to cater to my already pre-existing, uh, search results. And, what I like to watch to make sure that I keep, you know, watch using the platform and try to make the system go in place. But that could be troubling and can lead to bigotry. Like I said before, it could lead to um, alienation. It could lead to so many undesirable effects that it's truly concerning. Um, Because now there's so much... um, what's it called not i don't say division but like in communities especially politics those those places are terrible because uh, finding a genuine discussion thread where someone doesn't like you know go on an absolute roast or like because i don't like upvotes or like um clicking the up button either because um people are going to go with the majority opinion and if the uh What's the like the majority bias sort of? I think there's a specific word in psychology, but I forgot it. Um, but no one really wants to go against the majority. Um, I, if you do, uh, props to you, uh, unless you're like, like a extremely wrong opinion. And yes, there are wrong opinions. Like opinions, opinions should be respected, but there's some opinions that should never be respected and never be tolerated. And what I mean is, like, no one should be a neo-Nazi or any thing racist you should never discriminate that that's just wrong and now aside from the little social justice warrior rant um well i want to go on 
and say is that we, I wanted to consider a hypothetical situation. And this hypothetical situation is that what is free thought? If you had to envision yourself um, without internet, would you fr truly ever be free? What is freedom? Um, now, if you ever start thinking about it, uh, there's a lot of things that influence how we think. Society um, and businesses, there's ads that can take a place in how we think. Um, the school system must also take care of, can influence how we think. Um, how teachers act, how we learn, how, there's so many factors to how we think. But we have the freedom to think, and make opinions for ourselves. But can this be true if we have something like the silo effect existing with all this technology? That you're not really free of thought, per se, but you're just free to cho choose what content you want to see. But that content is already pre-selected for you. But you already selected that on your pre-existing interests. Um, but if there's an agenda that a corporation or a uh, business wants to do, what is it really free if... Are we really free to choose what we want if there's systems like the silo effect, like the YouTube algorithm, like Google search results that just choose the an automatic best thing? There's like when there's pages of the internet that probably have never been explored, I think. And I think that's a cool idea to think about. Because if you ever think about how vast the internet is, and I remember a part of the internet is dedicated to a very disgusting part of human nature. But I digress. Um, and if you do know what that is, um, I, I don't want to say it out loud. So here we go. But let's say you live in the mountains, away from technology, and only need, and you just have like, you go to the library, um, you hike down from the mountain or something, and you go to the library every week, get some new books. Would that be free thought? Would that, would being free from technology? give you freedom to think for yourself because you don't have the internet ads anymore. You don't have any of this uh, silo effect, the YouTube algorithm nonsense going on. Um, but it's just really free thought. You know, is this the solution to the problem? I don't think so. I, I just don't. doesn't sound right. Like, why would you just want to live in the mountains just to avoid the internet? And you're actually limiting yourself. Think about it for a moment. If you decided to live in the woods all by yourself and just go, let's say if you have a car, and you just go to the car every single day and go to the library to get a new book, after reading another book, another book, uh, you're limiting yourself. And you shouldn't limit yourself. You're limiting your information, how much information you can take in. And you're, yes, you're free to choose whatever book you want from the library, but at the same time, um, the library also sets up a system where like, you know, they're going to put some books on display, or, like the good one, like the ones that uh, they're going to try to recommend are good reads. And then they're going to put less um, books that are checked out, less books that are less important in their eyes um, in whatever section where people could find them. Um, and I guess you could say 
that system itself. Like, if you really want to be free of like whatever thing, we, we just put like we just put a bunch of random books in a pile, and you know we could just read, just pick one and just read it. And I guess you'd say that would be a free thought. But the way we work is we are geared towards certain interests and what we are used to before. We don't like new things. Not everyone likes new things, but most like if someone, if you had an option. Let's say you went to um, uh, Red Lobster, and then there's a new restaurant, uh, a sushi place, or I don't even know, ethnic cuisine, um, that is, let's say, uh, fusion. A fusion between, uh, I guess, Indonesian and Chinese food or something. And uh, you're pretty, uh, your friend tells you, oh, do you want to eat at Red Lobster or do you want to eat at this new uh, ethnic restaurant? And I feel like most people knowing that like who have been to Red Lobster before want to say to the Red Lobster and are less willing to go to the um, the new ethnic restaurant because either they've never had food from there. They don't know what they'll like. Um, but, you know, and it's, it's Red Lobster, you know, that's that's one thing. But they, they want to stick what they're used to. And this goes for a. Uh, with people, you know, you want to stick with the uh, people you know best, and because you feel comfortable around them. You don't. Not everyone likes new people. Not everyone wants them to be their friend either, because there's personalities that are just uh, that don't blend well together. Some do, some might not. Um, but that is just one thing, and we actually lead this entire thing leads us to a problem. What is it impossible to achieve free a free mind or like a free thought like one that is truly independent of other factors being influenced aside from your own like a human's own biology and, and psycho like biological makeup and their psychological tendencies? Um, is there really any way a human could freely think for themselves without being influenced by? other societal and technological factors. Um, and without the internet, and let's say you live in the mountains and you live in the woods, you, you, you're you not even listening to this podcast, but you know, um, what's it called? You're not even uh, on the internet. So, I mean, being on, and you still, you still break from the internet, okay? And so you're already limiting yourself because you don't have that accessible information to you. The internet provides more, more, much more information than any possible library that probably ever existed. Um, even like something massive like the Library of Alexandria, um, the information of the internet is, uh, and even just like a picture, that's still information. What is information is not just words on a page or a website. It's It could even be a meme. It could be... Um, a new idea it could it could be represented in, in different ways it could be a picture it could be a meme it could be um, a video it could be so many different things and i feel like once once that happens once we realize the scope of the entire internet it's better to not shut ourselves out from the internet and unless you have been had an extreme amount of negativity and the internet takes away from your life and you've been misusing the internet. 
then it's time to stray away from the internet. But we should never limit ourselves from how much information we try to take in. And trying to get rid of the silo effect through choosing to step away from the internet is not the right option. What the right option is, I mean, if you haven't figured it out already, um, or haven't thought about it on your own, you should try to learn something new. And it's something new is not just something like, oh, you know, I'm going to watch a new video from my favorite content creator, or oh, I'm going to watch, or I'm going to go on the news, or my favorite Reddit subforum, and I'm going to watch, see a new Bernie post, or I'm going to see a new uh, Donald Trump post, or whatever. Um, it should be, I'm going to try to genuinely learn something that's out of my comfort zone. Um, I'm going to try to take that next step and trying to becoming a more open-minded person, someone who really understands the world's opinions and tries to understand them on a deep level to become a better person, not just on your own, but to as a contributing member of society and what you can offer to the world when you talk to other people. And soon, um, I don't envision everyone's going to do this, of course, you know, a lot of people um, just want to stick to what you're doing. And even I say it's myself, and, but, you know, I've, I, but I've been looking at two um, different, uh, what's it called, opinions recently. And I feel like it's a real eye opener, but yeah, I, I kind of got sick of looking at political nonsense over, after a while. Um, but I got to learn a lot from just looking at information I wouldn't really ever think about until I really looked for it. Because you, if the system's not going to show you stuff you don't know or like opinions that you don't ever think about or things you would never consider, um, you have to find it yourself and you have to be willing to explore in a dark and vast, wide place that like uh, the abyss that is the internet it's a free source of knowledge it could be a resource of uh, absolute terror as well or it could do many things the internet is a powerful tool um, and if you really really want to think about it um, the idea of free thought is just in control of the individual they can choose whatever they want to watch or they can choose whatever they want to click on. They could choose whatever they want to Google search. There, they people are given freedom to choose, but a mind that is free from pre-existing factors in society and systems, and I feel should, you know, someone should should definitely be mindful and learn something new and try to understand the world around them. And I feel like I've been reiterating this point a lot to, to make it sure it hits down on the hammer. Um, but you really need to consider, like, you know, if I only like, let's say, um, well, instead of politics, let's use some other examples. Um, like, well, let's say like I only like history and then like, you know, I'm never going to get exposed to math. But um, I will never know what the real meaning and usage of what E is. And I feel like a part of me, as if I like 
like intellectually and um, as a person, you know, I, if, if I don't ever know what E is, like, you know, like some people might say like big whoop, who cares about the letter E in math um, or big whoop, who cares about World War, like World War, not World War One or World War Two or like, you know, big whoop, you know, who cares about the War of 1812 or the Beaver Wars? No one cares about that. Um, you're crazy. What I we only the only thing we care about is to make money and like you know watch silly cat videos or something. It takes a lot to go beyond yourself to really understand why other things are important. Even though I think uh, calculus is absolutely ridiculous, I know it holds a purpose. It holds a purpose in physics in engineering. That's why I quit wanting to be an engineer a while ago. But anyways, so. When you really, uh, when you re try to understand and sit down and think about the importance of the entire world around you, even just the thought of, you know, just the air we breathe and who had to really understand the concept of air itself, you know, and who had to understand the concept of atoms and, and these Greek philosophers and all these scientists and all the people who for the past and did all this work for us and we should think about that think about what they did and if we realize how important each of their contributions are and maybe we'll become great individuals like them one day Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this podcast um, with me ranting again, um, this time about the silo effect. So peace out, guys. Um, I'll catch you next time. And see ya.